coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Oh yeah, we're live. What? For real. For real right now? Yeah, yeah, we're live. On, on Facebook? On everything. But not, uh, I'm back on Facebook? Thank God. Hey oh, guys, Pitmaster. <laughs> that is an important point. Well, you are on Facebook. I know. So Thank Pitmaster you. and the Doc, another week. Pitmaster and the Doc. Uh, you're podcast. allowed back on Facebook again. I guess uh, the ban has been lifted. I, the ban has been lifted. Uh, I must be happy. Good day for you. Yeah, Congratulations. Is, I feel like now I know. I can't imagine what you might have done. But it's like I'm on parole. I feel like I'm on parole. I gotta watch it. Whatever. Anyway, I'll watch it. Okay. All right. So we had some fights this, we weekend. Fights this weekend. UFC from Vegas back to Vegas. Yeah. I don't know what are they numbering these things? I don't know. I don't know how they it's number UFC this Vegas. one's UFC Fight Night 181. And then UFC was 254, right? So if you put those together, does that equal? No, all and then of it's it? UFC on ESPN like 14. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, there, what do you think of this card? I, I was excited to see uh, Thug Nasty fight. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, so I'm not saying how the fight went. I'm just saying I was excited to see him fight. He's undefeated, I believe. I was Maybe excited. I was more excited to see Kevin Holland fight, to tell you the truth. He's then, kind of a... He's the guy that was yelling at uh, yeah. Adesanya after the fight. Wasn't yeah. he? Was that him? Yeah. 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 He gets a bit emotional, as does uh, Uriah Hall. Um, they both. They're both. I mean, they fight with their heart, you know. And and uh, just like we saw um, Uriah Hall get very emotional after he fought um, Anderson Silva, because because Anderson Silva is a, a legend, and he was one of his idols, and. I mean, it's a very emotional moment. I mean, not only is he, you know, overwhelmed that he beat a legend, but he's also sad that he that he beat up a legend, you know, um, and and one of his idols. So he got he got really emotional, and um, he you know <clears throat> he was very emotional after the fight, and they hugged and they um, they bowed to each other and they said great things to each other, and and it's it's a sport, and it's a great sport. It's stuff like that that makes it the greatest sport in the world. You don't because there's nothing that compares. Nothing compares to this. And when I say this, I mean uh, combat sports. I, I think that includes uh, boxing, kickboxing, and MMA. I don't. I don't think. I mean, and then there's offshoots like uh, Muay Thai. And then there's I forget what it's called. There's something in like Laos where they do headbutts and shit. I forget the name of that. There's a there's a combat sport where headbutts are allowed. Yep. That oh was, yeah. Uh, that was old school UFC. It's uh it's um, it's right next to Thailand. I think it's uh, I think it's in Laos or something. Um, yeah. If you Google that, you'll see it. But so any kind of combat sport where you're trying to knock your opponent unconscious, and you're trying to inflict as much damage as you can, um, after the fight, the emotion. The emotional outburst is is more than any other sport, and it's, it's seen in different ways. Yeah, some people it, just it, celebrate for themselves, and some people celebrate with their opponent. It's interesting. 
It is very interesting, and and and. And some people yell and just go and start screaming at the people in the stands. And they start yelling. Who did that? Holland did that. He's, well, it's usually it's specific at people, not just like not like random people in the stands. Oh, Colby Covington did that. It's usually yeah. it's usually uh, calling people out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, you know, I could see that right after the emotional high of a fight like his, um, Holland's fight. We'll talk about that in a sec. But Uriah Hall just was to himself. You know, he he cried, he hugged, he felt emotional um he was on both sides he was like as happy as he can be and he was sad as he can be at the same time um but he's a great guy he really is and, and so is anderson silva and um and so anderson you want to talk about that fight first yeah well we talked about how that ended i guess um but this went into the fourth round i believe yeah yeah what'd you think at the beginning of this fight before i mean the end of the third round it was over um, he should have been over. It wasn't Herb Dean? I think Herb Dean was refing this, but it was right at the buzzer where Anderson was just. It was the fight. The yeah. fight was half a second from being stopped. Yeah, and it and it shouldn't have been. And and Dean, Herb Dean, like always, did a great job. But um, it just it kind of went back and forth the first three rounds. It wasn't uh, it wasn't really that much action significant action there's a lot of action they were going back and forth throwing and kicking and you know um punching etc then at the end of the third and a right hand landed that put um anderson down uh, the bell rang i don't know if it saved him or not but it did well i think uriah landed a couple hammer blows on him when he was down and it looked like it was it was ending i think anderson still was hurt yeah and then he came out the fourth round just he must have been hurt because that was such a sloppy combination. He rushed in with his chin up in the air and just kind of throwing these like punches that did not look anything like Anderson Silva. So I'll agree that he was probably hurt and he just ran right into a, I believe it was a right hand and just, that was the end of the fight for all intents and purposes. And then he, he, there's some follow-up to it uh, on the ground and then Herb Dean stopped it great stoppage as always and then um uri hall just started sobbing because he got so emotional and it was it was i mean it was touching um it's it nobody nobody that that hasn't been there can understand that feeling um but it's 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 overwhelming you know but anyway so they hugged and and now uriah um, will go on to, I don't know what I'll do. I don't think that put him into title contention because I don't think Anderson Silva was really that high rated right now. So I don't know. I think it was a good fight. I don't think it was a really necessary fight. Um, but and Anderson Silva is 45 years old. He's 45. He looked great. I yeah. thought he looked great for 45 year old especially, but even however old you are, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, he, Until won, he, didn't, but. he won the first round. But he, when you see him, man, that one of the best things about a pay-per-view, like, or a, not a pay-per-view, but a fight like this is they show all the highlights. I mean, yeah. they show, and they're expecting Anderson Silva to retire. So you're seeing highlight after highlight of his career. There's some great highlights in his career, some amazing highlights. I was going to ask you what you remember about his career, what sticks out the most. Moving backwards, knocking out Forrest Griffin. Yeah, amazing. I think um, I think he he could have been he can be in contention if 
for the greatest fighter of all time. I think he's got the most knockouts in, or he's tied. He's up there for the most knockouts in, in his in middleweight. Um, yeah. But you know, obviously, the one that sticks out to me is the orthopedic one. Is oh. him and Chris Weidman, and Chris Weidman blocking that inside leg kick, and Anderson Silva's leg just folding in half. Which is awful. Just coming back from that is coming back from that, that, and then after that, where's the? Isn't that after that that he just got popped for steroids? And um, still, man, that I don't know how you can unsee that. It's pretty gruesome. I mean, for me, I see a lot of stuff like that, but I mean, just having that, they they showed the replay and Joe Rogan's reaction to it. They were showing it over and over, but terrible, uh, terrible. Yeah, that was a bad. I've injury. seen that. I've seen, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I've probably seen it four or five times in kickboxing. And to hand. come back and still throw those kicks, you think you'd be a little hesitant to throw those kicks after that? Ever, 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 yeah, ever again on the bag kick like that. Uh, I mean, but that was classic. That was inside leg kick to a knee to basically a a, a check. He checked it with his knee. Yeah. That was bad. It was brutal. But that's what I remember most, I think, about. Obviously, he's a great champion and had so many great wins. Um, through you, They went back to UFC like 50-something and all the way to now. It's crazy. He's been in the sport almost the entire sport. I mean, if you go back to UFC 50, that's a pretty long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he said some... Uh... He's had quite a career. And maybe he's not done. I think I saw some stuff Dana White said about afterwards, like he's never letting him fight again in the UFC. The deal was this was his last fight. And then he he really didn't retire in the octagon after. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. This is his third loss in a row, too. Yeah. Yeah. And and he looks good, but, man, it's a tough. He's lost. It was was like his last seven or eight fights. He's lost like five or five. Oh, he fought Adesanya. I mean, look at who he's fought. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was the main event. Co-main was the one I was more excited to see to see uh, Bryce Mitchell fight uh, Andre Feely. What's the deal with Andre Feely's ears? He's got. We've he's, talked about him before in his he's ears. Got those huge. <laughs> but he's got his ears taped together now. His ears are like all taped shut, and he's got these tape all over his ears for the fight. He has those huge holes in him. I guess they could rip real easy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Just why even do that. I mean, what? I don't know. I would get some plastic surgery to fix those, but some people like it. So yeah, I wonder if you still like it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But this this fight went all three rounds. It was unanimous decision. I think Feely won the second round, but Bryce Mitchell is. Uh, I thought he was undefeated, but it says here he's fourteen and one. Whatever. He's um, he's definitely seeing higher level competition now. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a good fight. Really action packed. Was it fight of the night? No, I think they gave four performances. That was, I mean, that was a good fight. Um, I could definitely see that as fight as a night. I mean, they went back and forth and back and forth. I think Bryce Mitchell won. I mean, he won with control. He controlled yeah. like ten minutes of the fifteen yeah. minutes were controlled he, on the ground. He had relentless. He kind of mini Khabib type stuff, like his style. Um, yeah. Somebody I saw somewhere called him uh, Hillbilly Khabib. Yeah, he's a lot more. He's a lot more submission, where Khabib is more brutalized you on the ground with with strikes. Bryce both, can get you with. He's the guy that got the twister. Yeah, so it was a good fight. I thought I thought it was a close fight. It was one one point round, a one point fight. He definitely controlled. That's how he won. Is is I think he had like seven takedowns, and then he had unbelievable control on the bottom or on top. But, it but was, Andrew. 
Andrew Philly had some good. He got up. He got up out of some of those positions yeah. impressively. Yeah. Uh, so it was a good fight. I thought it was an entertaining fight, uh, even though a lot of it was on the ground. I liked the fight. Yeah. Um, uh, the was... only part I was really disappointed about in this fight was I couldn't wait to see his post-fight interview after he won because he's the guy that yells us about Kansas and getting his camo shorts. And I think he has this huge. He has fan. a camo short. Now. He has this huge fan following because he just starts screaming about where's he Arkansas Arkansas not Kansas Arkansas. He starts screaming about Arkansas. He was so sad after this fight. Did you see his post-fight interview? He looked mopey and sad, and he's cut over his eye. And he won the fight by unanimous decision, and he was yeah. not happy with himself. That was why he seemed so upset. Was he? He was already thinking about all the mistakes he made. He was already talking about how he let him get up, and uh, he was just so upset with himself that he wasn't his usual like crazy self afterwards. Which I was just disappointing for me. I wanted yeah. to see him go nuts about winning. Yeah, his 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 normal uh, dynamic personality yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, it was there. gone. It was it was just like sucked out of him. So it was a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's he's climbing up, and there's there's going to be more fights like that. So he. I think he's a fan favorite, and he's uh, he's he on is. his way up. He is, and, and that was a good fight for him. I think uh, Andrew Feely, uh, Andre Andre Feely, uh, was a good was a good test for him. I think. Uh, I think this his total domination showed. Uh, I don't think he showed that many that much weakness. No, really his stand up was pretty good too. Yeah, I think his which I his, think will only get better. He got his stand up to his takedowns was great. His double, you know, shoot reshoots were great. I mean, everything looked really good. So he looked great. Then before that, a questionable stoppage. Um, I thought it was a questionable stoppage um, only because. Only because because um, he, he stood up after. He was okay. But at the time, he looked really hurt. That was so, Herb Dean, too. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think that was a questionable stoppage. I, thought I did, was, at the, I thought I did okay. the second you saw it. I mean, the, sec, after, the second it happened, which is all Herb Dean has is that second. I think it was perfect. But then you saw him after, and he wasn't really hurt. But then again, I mean, if you're not really hurt, you need to – you can't just say I'm moving. Moving doesn't mean anything. Intelligently defending yourself means moving out of the way of punches, but trying to get up. Your back. He was yeah. just kind of turning yeah. his back on it. So him. it wasn't it wasn't questionable per se. It was just that he wasn't really as hurt as he appeared. But then that's not Herb Dean's fault. If you're not that hurt, fucking stand up or defend yourself. You know, clinch. Do a, you know? Pull him into you. Get, pull him into your guard, but you were just taking punches. Maurice was just taking punches, so Herb Dean did the best thing because if you let it go much longer, then all of a sudden they'd be shouting, "Oh, you let it go on too long!" Yada yada yada. So I think he also almost didn't make weight. Oh yeah, two sixty. Yeah, he was too much, and he had to go back, and he got another hour and lost it. Um, what do you? I wonder how much. How he much? was over a pound or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you don't see many heavyweights not making weight. <laughs> they said it's never happened. Never. So this would have been a first. So that would oh, have never not, happened. Yeah, that would have been not a great record to have. The yeah. only heavyweight to never. not make weight. So he made weight. Um, the thing I noticed about this, I don't know, it just seems it's just a little sloppier than a fight you watch with like the Bryce Mitchell or the lighter guys, the heavyweight guys. It's just a little bit more. One punch can end it, and it's just. I don't know. It's not as technical. It doesn't seem like it's as technical to me. Yeah. Uh, but that was a knockout. 
are sort of a knockout. But there's much uh, there's... stop as you. That was what Murray screamed, wasn't he? Laying on the ground, yelling, "I'm still moving, Brett." Like Arab, I'm still moving. Yeah, he's saying, you're moving, but you're not defending defending yourself. You can yeah. move all you want. That's why I was saying, you know, yeah. moving moving is one thing, defending yourself is another, and they don't always go hand in hand. If he's moving like Ali and he's slipping and moving and slipping and moving, that is intelligently defending himself and moving. But just rolling around on the ground, getting punched in the face and getting hammer blowed in the head. That's not intelligently defending yourself. It's just moving. So, uh, we got any questions over there? Uh, no, just a couple comments. Anderson still hangs with top level guys. Um, yeah. When are you going to have the Iceman on your show? I guess that's a question for you. Uh, we've had him on before, but right now he's kind of busy. I don't know. He's kind of over the podcast for right now. I'll I'll I'll, I'll ask him in a while. Uh, anyway, so that was uh, yeah. Sorry, we only had Tony Robbins, Big John <laughs> McCarthy. Um, we've had Laborio. We've had Lionheart Smith. We've had Glover. We've had sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, well, why do you work on that? I'll, uh, I'll work. So, on um, and then this middleweight fight. This is the one you want to see. This Kevin Holland fought uh, yeah, Charlie yeah. Ontivero. So this ended. In a kind of a nasty slam, right? This was the one that yeah. they, he got slammed, and it looked like he hurt his neck or shoulder. Yeah, and they were saying, "Oh, they hit heads," or he got no. He was like, he could hear him say, "I'm hurt." Yeah. That's what. As soon as he got slammed, he said, "I'm hurt," which is a verbal tap, I guess. And uh, and then he couldn't move. They yeah. took him out of there on a stretcher. So that was a scary, scary thing. And he was saying his neck hurt. He yeah. was telling people it was his neck, and then. All I see, I tried to look up if he got injured, and all I saw was Dan, Dr. Dana White saying, he's 100% healthy, he's fine. <laughs> so if his neck hurt that bad from getting slammed, he's at least uh, got some ligament damage, uh, even if nothing was broken. Um, he could be out for a while from that kind of a neck injury. So scary, scary stuff when you have a neck injury like that from being slammed. Um, but Dana said, he's 100% healthy. I would very much doubt that i'm sure he's pretty dang sore today how dare you question dana white how dare it how dare you he's 100 percent healthy uh, the thing i like about this, this fight this fight was a mma in in, in uh in a nutshell is kevin holland great striker but he was getting outstruck right off the bat there was like a, a, a axe kick another uh, actually it's crazy yeah flexibility got, you have to have to throw that bing 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 but then so then kevin went and and, and realized hey this is not a, a kickboxing match or a karate match this is an mma match so right away he just slammed him and that's what ended the fight was the slam itself if it didn't end the fight he probably would have had some top control or whatever but he had that he had that other avenue he had another resource which was the takedown. So he was getting beat standing, which he doesn't usually, but this guy was, you know, obviously a little faster and, 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 you know, more technical with his standup. So Kevin just took him down and slammed him and hurt his neck. So good fight. I like Kevin. That was his fourth win in 2020. He holds the record for that. I don't think Kevin was really checking on his downed opponent either. He was too busy, caught up yelling at Adesanya out in the crowd. Was that yeah? And how do you have? They have a crowd now, I guess. They have a few people there. 
Yeah, What's he even she, doing there? Yeah, why was he even there? I don't I know what he was doing there. But he was there watching, I guess. I guess if you're a champion, you can go. You can champion, and that's your weight class. You get to go watch it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Should be able to. And then the last fight, I, did, I don't know if I remember I any of this fight. Yeah, yeah Bobby, this, Bobby Green lost. I thought he won. He didn't. Uh, close fight, but uh, he definitely didn't. He definitely laid back way too much. I thought he still pulled it out, but he didn't. And he would have if he turned on the gas a little more. But Thiago Mo, uh, Moises, man, that guy's a badass, man. He's a, he's a, um, he has great striking, great takedowns, and great submissions. That guy's, he's going to make some noise. Thiago Mo, Mo, Yeah, I don't know if that was a unanimous decision because Bobby Green was not happy. I remember seeing the, he was just like, what? I didn't win this? He was not happy. Yeah. That could have gone either way. When you say, like, when when they say leave it up to the hand, don't leave it up to the hands of the judges, that makes me angry most of the time. It's like that's like telling a baseball player, get a home run every time you bat or else. Or if you're golfing, get a hole in one, don't leave it up to the judges. Or you know, you just you you, you can't not leave it up to the judges because your opponent is trying to knock you out too. But for this case. Bobby Green was laying way back, hanging out too much. He had a hand, his hands down, which is fine if he's going to do a lot more striking. But he just kind of, you know, kind of moved around and just he did not do enough. So that's why he lost. So when they say don't leave it up to the hands of the judges, that's what they mean. Yes. Like Andrew Philly, Andre Philly and uh, Feely and Bryce Mitchell, they left it up to the hands of the of the. Of the uh, um, judges but Bryce tried so hard and pushed so hard he won without a doubt uh, you know uh, even though I thought Bobby Green did enough to win he really did it was barely it was by a it was, it was by like a just a you six, had him winning that though yeah really small margin yeah, so you can't complain about the I wouldn't have depl- I wouldn't I, when I look, watch a fight like that if I know if I was there in the corner and I wouldn't complain then it was super close. So I wouldn't have complained if, if my guy lost that fight. I would have, I would have been mad at him for not stepping on the gas earlier. All right. So next week we got Glover fighting uh, Tiago Santos in the main event. The co-main is uh, Arlovsky and Tanner Bozer. I don't know. Tanner at heavyweights. Bozer. You've seen him fight before. Um, and then on the card is Ian Heinish. What? So you get to see Ian there. I get to see Ian? Yeah, you get to hang out with Ian. So uh-huh. find out what's going on with Ian while you're there. Okay. Um, so that's coming up this weekend. What time? Is Maybe this I'll fight? ask him a few questions and we'll put it on the show. Yeah. Um, that's uh, normal fight time. So seven. So I'm not, we're not even missing one podcast, though. No, I'll be, be back, back Monday. Monday. Yeah, you'll be yeah. back Monday. So maybe we'll get uh, Ian on the show again if you yeah. <laughs> see what happens with Ian. Maybe I'll get Ian I'll... over on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe make our, your fans happy here. I will. Uh, Pitmaster, if you were coaching someone who had to fight Israel Adesanya, what would your strategy be? It seems that people cannot close the distance on him. Depends who it was. I mean, if I was fight, if I had my guy Alex, who actually knocked out uh, Israel and and decisioned him already, and they were going to fight because he's in MMA now, I would say stand with him and beat him again. If I if he was fighting a wrestler that wasn't as good on the on on his feet, I would have him you know certain strategies to get him down. 
Because it depends who he fights. Like I said, he can't outstrike everyone. He, you know, like I said, we got a guy training now that actually has beaten him twice in kickboxing. So I would, if he would, if he fought him again, I would give him the same, uh, you know, I would give him the same, uh, you know, strategy that he used to beat him twice. But if he was fighting another guy, like say he was fighting Glover, I would, I would have him. Bob Weave, take him down, you know, some other strategies. But it depends on who he was fighting and what that guy's strengths and weaknesses were. What else we got? So maybe he'll come back. Maybe he's going to fight at light heavy next. Who knows what he's yeah, got planned now that John Jones isn't in there. Um, what else we got? We got we had Halloween. What would you do for Halloween? Nothing. Nothing. So do you normally do something on Halloween? Yeah, we usually have a Halloween uh, uh, costume contest here at the gym and we do some some stuff we go downtown and we we go to a little halloween parade which was canceled because of covid and we couldn't do the 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 um the halloween contest uh costume thing at the gym just because i don't know we're just trying to we're trying to stay somewhat uh um uh, not neutral but just kind of tone it down a little so you guys just had a quiet night in you watch anything good? You watch scary movies? No, but we've been watching uh, Wentworth. Went, Wentworth? I haven't heard of it. It's about a women's prison in Australia. Really good show. Eight seasons. We're on season three. We're done with Kingdom, which was unbelievably good. Only three seasons. That's kind of a ripoff. So we've, we've gone through that. And um, that's it right now. We watched... Um... My Octopus Teacher. Have you heard about that? It's a documentary with this guy in South Africa. He goes uh, diving every day. He's got some something going on in his personal life or whatever. So he decides to dive in the ocean every day, just free dive. And he ends up seeing this octopus. So he goes every day to see this thing because they have they stay in the same spot. They have like a home. And he gets to know it and it starts being friends with him and hanging out on him. And it's really weird. They like for a, a a full year these things don't live very long but for a full year he like becomes friends with his octopus and all of its struggles on the reef it gets its one of its arms bitten off and well, i don't want to give any spoilers but it was pretty good it's a documentary he filmed the whole thing himself uh then you might cry at the end that's all i'll tell you <laughs> so Aww. that's what we watched it was pretty good so a bunch of people told me to watch it. it's on uh, i might Netflix. not want to watch it though it's on Netflix. it's pretty good it's worth watching it's fascinating. My fascinating. octopus teacher. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's a wow. new on Netflix. Um, some wow. filmmaker made it. Anyway, that's what we did. I got stung by a wasp. Where? Where? My ear. You all right? It's not all swollen up. It shit hurt. You look okay. It, it shit hurt, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that hurts. I don't. I don't know if I've ever been stung. I don't remember the last time if I have. But man, <laughs> both of the boys got stung because we we're we we're trying to put something in the dumpster. And they parked the dumpster right by an underground wasp nest. We didn't, we knew about it, but we forgot. Anyways, we're loading up the, the, the dumpster. Then all of a sudden, Blake goes running. Ah, ah, ah. He got stung. I got stung. And I was like, and me and Tanner were laughing at him. Like, whatever. So we, can, we keep trying to load up this dumpster. Then you see Tanner take up. Oh, shit. He got me. It stung them both in the lake. So then I, was, I was laughing, but I thought maybe I should walk away. So while I was walking away, it started, my ear just started like throbbing like it was on fire. I was like, holy shit. 
So I got stung too. But That's exciting weekend. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Exciting weekend. But anyway, yeah, not the usual Halloween. I will see you guys. All you guys. Uh, I'll be videoing some stuff from from Vegas, behind the scenes stuff. If you, if there's anything you guys want in in particular, um, send me a uh, send me a personal message. I'll I'll try to do it for you, but no promises. I'll I'll try my best. You got anyone else saying anything? No, someone's sending you presents in the mail. Oh, yeah? yeah? Wait, I'll take some presents. John Richter. I'll take some presents. Watch the mail. All right. All, All right. right. Till All next right. time. Thanks, guys. See you later. See babe. you.